Hello everyone, and welcome to Chills, a podcast where we talk about the paranormal, true crime, conspiracies, and anything creepy. I'm your host, Preston Porras. And I'm Nina Cardona. This week, we have two short personal paranormal stories for you. Before we begin, we wanted to announce that we have an online store. You can find us at chillspodcastnp.store. We have t-shirts, sweaters, mugs, bags. You can find the link in the description of this week's episode. If you have any personal paranormal stories you would like to share with us to be featured in an episode, please email us at chillspodcastnp at gmail.com. That's NP as in Nina and Preston. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Chills. In my opinion, this has to be one of my most terrifying personal paranormal stories. I was around 17 years old and I was getting ready to go to bed. I went to bed a little earlier than usual that day because the next day my cousin Max and I were planning on taking our written driving exam. I was feeling a little anxious so even though I had the intention of falling asleep early, I had no luck. I was not sleepy at all. I was on my phone scrolling through Instagram and I remembered feeling uncomfortable because my room was feeling a little hot. If you know me, my room has to be really cold in order for me to fall asleep. Like my thermostat is set to 67 and I have to have the fan on. It sounds excessive, but that's just how I'm most comfortable. That's all thanks to my brother Dietz. When he had his room next to mine, the thermostat was in his room so he was always in control of the temperature and it was always freezing upstairs. So since I was feeling a little hot, I stuck my leg out of my blanket. I was debating on whether or not I should remove my blanket completely, but decided against it because feeling exposed like that makes me feel uncomfortable. It was around 3 a.m. I feel like everything that happens to me at night is always at 3 a.m. The witching hour. Mm -hmm. I had my left leg sticking out of my blanket when all of a sudden, I felt something grab my foot. It's like someone or something wrapped both of their hands around my foot. I tucked my leg into my blanket so fast, I was paralyzed with fear. I feel like anyone's initial reaction would be to run out of there, but like I said, I could not move. I did not even move my head to see if anyone was there out of pure terror. I was afraid I would see something terrifying. The thing is, I knew no one came into my room. My bed is facing my bedroom door, so I would have seen or at least heard someone. I quickly put my blanket over my head and I am basically hiding at this point. My heart was pounding so fast and I didn't want to move. I should have called someone, but again, I could not move. I was so afraid. What the heck was that? What's happening? <laughs> so we don't know what just happened. I I honestly don't know. But it came from your mic. It picked up from like the sound from your mic. She was just telling her story and then all of a sudden that deep audio came through and her voice echoed and then our mics delayed and we didn't touch anything, we didn't do anything and that just came out of nowhere while she's explaining her story. 
that makes me like I don't feel scared telling these stories, but now I do. Ugh. Okay. This is that, that was that was kind of cool. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I don't even know where I left off. Um. Like I said, I should have called someone, but again, I could not move. I was so afraid. I decided that I needed to pray, but the thing is, I was so scared that I could not think of a single prayer. I tried to pray the Our Father, but I could not remember the words. Which is surprising, because not only do I know it in English and in Spanish, but I have gone to Catholic school my entire life. From kindergarten all the way until senior year of high school. So how is it that I could not remember one prayer? I am not sure how long I stayed hiding under my blankets. All I remember is that when I saw the sun shining through my window, I knew I had to run down the stairs. It has been 10 years since this incident occurred, and to this day, I will not stick my leg out of my blanket. And now I'm really terrified. Ugh. Man, I get the best sleep when one of my legs is out. It's so comfortable because one leg is like frozen because it's so cold but the rest of your body is warm and then when you pull that leg back inside you can use that to like cool yourself down i used to think the same thing until this happened to me but yeah i i agree with you i've actually tried to do it maybe like a year ago but it was like always in the back of my mind that someone's gonna grab my foot so i said "Mm, let's not i think i'd kick if someone tried to grab my foot (laughs) i don't think so My next story isn't necessarily scary, but it is weird. I also noticed most of my stories take place in my room. Anyways, this story is more recent and happened a few years ago. When you enter my room, to the left of my wall, I have two floating shelves. The top shelf has a couple of books. The second shelf has some of my autographs that I have collected over time from Comic-Con and fan days. Along with these autographs, I have shot glasses that I have collected over the years. I started an accidental collection of shot glasses from different states. They have all been souvenirs that my friends have brought me back from their trips. Well, I also have a set of mugshot shot glasses of famous mobsters that I got from a friend of mine one year for my 21st birthday. They're really cool. They have the name of the famous mobsters along with their mugshots and the crimes they have committed. So as I enter my room, what just happened? You turned into a chipmunk. (laughs) Oh my god. I knew this story was haunted. (laughs) As I enter my room, I shut the door behind me. I start walking towards my bed when all of a sudden, one of my shot glasses comes flying off the shelf and falls down to the middle of my floor. The first thing I said when this happened was, Please don't be broken. I reached down to pick up the shot glass, and to my surprise, it isn't broken. But the way it violently flew off the shelf, it should have broken or at least cracked. But nothing happened to it. It definitely was a little weird, but then again, at this point, I am used to things I cannot explain happening to me. I just shrug it off and pay no attention to it. I pick up the shot glass and put it back on the shelf. A few days pass by and my parents come upstairs into my room to help me mount my TV onto the wall. That's when I told them that the strangest thing happened to me a couple days ago. 
I start to tell them the story of the shot glass flying off my shelf, and this is when, out of nowhere, my portable heater that I have in my room turns on. It's the middle of summer, so it hadn't been turned on for months. This is also the first time this has happened. The heater is pretty big, so when it turns on, it beeps loudly and then starts off low and slowly gets warmer. So when this happened, we all sort of look over at it. My initial reaction was someone sat on the remote that controls the heater. But when I looked, the remote was nowhere near us. After this incident, it has never turned on by itself again. Which mobster was on the shot glass? <laughs> I like how that's your question. I thought you were going to ask something like important. It was Al Capone. If I sound far away when I'm talking to him, it's because my mic doesn't want to work. So, mm. Her mic caught on fire. No, not really. We're just having technical difficulties with Go Elias. And that concludes this week's episode of Chills. Next week, we have a personal true crime story for you. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you Monday.